discovering your purpose. When you look at many who are alive and the way things are in this world, one thing that you see is that many don't understand what purpose is all about. Many people don't know their purpose and eventually they don't have an understanding of God's universal purpose. There's God's universal purpose, then there is your personal purpose in the universal purpose. So everybody's personal purpose is a subset of God's universal purpose. So you must have an understanding of God's universal purpose, then an understanding of your personal purpose. That is when you have a meaningful life. Now, your word in season. Father, we thank you for another opportunity in your presence. We do not take it for granted. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for gathering us here to bless us. In this short time as we get into your word, bless our lives. Let there be a shift. Let your word propel us onto greater heights. Bless every individual under the sound of my voice. You know the burdens your people came with, Lord, by the reason of the anointing, let yokes be broken, let burdens be lifted, let sicknesses be healed, let there be deliverances in every aspect of our lives that we need it. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's a blessing to be here this morning. And um, I know that God is up to something. All right. So let's get straight into the word of God for just a short time. I've been on a journey sharing on discovering your purpose. We've been really digging deep into the word of God to find out our purpose. Why are we here on earth? For what reason are we alive? If purpose is not known, I told you last week, abuse is inevitable. So your purpose is so important. But to understand your personal purpose, you must appreciate the universal purpose of God. Um, I personally believe that discovering purpose is not difficult. It's not difficult. Um, what makes it difficult in a way is because of the, the framework the framework the society places us in. That's what makes it difficult. But discovering your purpose God's way is not difficult at all. If you are open to his word, it's not difficult. But when you function within the framework society has created, it becomes clumsy. It looks like it's, it's you know, you even begin to question many things. But I tell you, there are answers to whatever questions man have. I tell you, there's no gray area that there's no, there's no answer. There's no gray area. Every area has an answer. I say, okay, so why do men die? It, it, uh, there's an answer. Why do some people become poor and some become rich? There's an answer. Everything has an answer. I think that it is on the part of ourselves, ignorance. Ignorance. Ignorance of the truth. And laziness to search. 
Laziness to search. So, your purpose can be known and you can fulfill purpose. Praise the Lord. It saddens my heart when people think that when you come into the church, you become a slave of some men. It's never true. The church is the most powerful entity on earth. The church. All these issues of COVID-19 and they shutting down churches and all that. You see, maybe not, <laughs> let me say this. They want to know what is this, the power behind these people who have no political power but can gather people like this. And they can so influence their lives that we cannot do anything about. You see, you must understand that they are in to find out what, what really it is that is the power behind the church. Now you may think something else was their target. Their target is the church. Because they know that the only system that can stand up to the lies and even provide power for healing is this thing called church. So, when God grants you opportunity to come in contact with the true church of God, listen, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. And for me, as a man of God, I believe when you come to church, a true church of Jesus Christ, you are supposed to know your father in heaven more. You are supposed to know Jesus more. You are supposed to have a pulsating relationship with the Holy Spirit. And this all reveal the power at work in you. Oh, yes. I am a success. <laughs> Thank God the power to succeed was not hid in somebody else for me. The power to succeed. Christ in you. Christ in you. Now in Ephesians chapter 3. Bolaki katahasita. Ephesians chapter 3. Now, from verse 14, Paul the Apostle introduces the church of Ephesus to a very beautiful picture of how they should see themselves. He first starts painting the picture of our family, the family we belong, <laughs> what name is upon us. Then he proceeds, he, he, he moves. So let's start from verse 14. Listen to this, this, this great apostle of God. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, verse 15, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So, so we belong to a family. <laughs> God is our father. All right? Then he says, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory hmm? to be strengthened with might by his spirit. Where? 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 God is great. His name is great. But until you are strengthened with might by his spirit in your inner man, you may think his power doesn't work. And you will all the time be beckoning for an outside force instead of reaching out for an inner power. Am I communicating? Your inner man. Say my inner man. <laughs> say, say, say like you mean it. My inner man. Verse 17. 
that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Go. And to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Is it possible to be filled with all the fullness of God? Is it possible? Is it, is it a possible thought that I'm filled with all the fullness of God? Hey, where, where would the problems go to? That I'm filled with all the fullness of God. But you see, the problems have dominated our subconscious and our conscious minds. So you realize that we are in trouble. <laughs> uh, Jesus. That, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. With all, all, all the fullness of God. Verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do. Now he's addressing God, huh? Come on. Unto him who is. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Is God able to do everything? Yes. Can God do everything? Yes. Beautiful. He's able to do. Look at it. To do. Exceeding abundantly. Above all that we ask or what? But where is that power going to come from? That power of God to do it. Where would it come from? Let everybody who can read English. Let's read it. According to. That work where? Abba. So see, the more we get to know God and his power and the resources he has placed in us, the more powerful we become in living life. Say, I'm blessed. blessed. You see what you just did? You, You activated the power within you by your own words. Shout it again. I'm blessed. According to the power that worketh in us. So can I ask you a simple question? So your success, is it in the hands of God? I know the religious will say, yes, without God you can't do anything. Have I said without God? But then, how would he get it done? He says, according to the power within you. So please, let me say this. A man can have nothing except it be uh, given to him from above. So what has been given to you from above? And all of us know, all of us know, all of us know that nobody has seen a car dropping from above before. So what really comes from above? Is it not his power? Okay, who came from above? Jesus came from above. Now Jesus has gone back. When Jesus was going, who did he promise that he will come? So, is the Holy Spirit above or he has come? When he came, what was his location? What is his residence now? Abba. (laughs) Oh, yes. The power that is at work in me. But then the the way the problem is, I was saying, is how our conscious minds and our subconscious minds have been programmed. 
So much so that when information like this is coming to us, there's a lot of resistance in us that makes us so little and God so big. Meanwhile, the big God says that his power to work on earth, it will only come forth according to the power he has hid within us. So who makes God great or small in the earth? Who? So sometimes you look at our lives and it's like, where is this God they say they are serving? You see, the kind of life you are living has made people to question the God you say you are serving. Where is the glory in being broke? Answer me. Do you know people, people really believe that God can heal them from sickness, but they really believe that he can cure them from broke, brokenness. So they believe in the salvation of their spirit, but they don't really believe when it comes to the salvation of their finances. So yes, your spirit is saved, but amazingly, many parts of our lives are not saved. Am I, am I communicating? Yes, So let, let me just throw a bit light on that. Then I'll touch one, two, three things. Then we'll, we'll be done. I hope I'm doing well. Yes. Proverbs chapter 3. Chapter 4, sorry. Proverbs chapter 4. Let's, let's start from. From verse 20. Let's start from there. I'm blessed. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Attend to my words. Pay attention to the words. Incline your ears unto my saying. The next verse. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Hey, keep a gaze on it. Because many things are speaking. Many, many, many things are speaking. Circumstances are speaking. The economy is speaking. Uh, fear is speaking. Many things are speaking. But he tells you upon which your focus must be. He says, make sure you are focusing on my words. Incline your ears unto my sayings. Don't let them depart from your eyes. Many things want to get your attention. Don't give it to them. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Somebody say thine heart. Thine heart. Now, how do you keep something in your heart? How do you keep something in your heart? How do you store up something in your heart? Take note, take note here. He says, store it in your heart. So your heart is for storage. So your heart is either storing the wrong things or the right things. So your heart 
can complicate your life or make your life beautiful. Your heart, your own heart, not God. I think when I say not God, not God, people get, I see some people, they open their eyes to look at me well. Because you see, we want to blame him for the failure. That is why we do that. <laughs> you know, people want, to, people want to always blame people for what didn't go well. I'm not saying people who don't serve God are doing the right thing. But most of the time you will see that some people may not even be making reference to him. But they are doing exploits more than those who make reference to him. That is not to say that they are right. Don't get me wrong. Especially in Africa. So as much as we believe in prayer, we pray from morning till evening, right? Oh, come on. Prayer is powerful. Prayer is good. We, are, we will never stop praying. How can we stop praying? And we'll continue to cry to God, right? But after prayer, action. So your heart... So, so I would like to just lay an emphasis. How do you keep some? Your heart is for storage. Your heart is for storage. Your heart is for storage. Look as much as your heart is for storage. Your heart is for storage. So now let's go. Verse 22. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Talking about the word of God. Okay, let's go on. I want everybody, let's read this if you can see it. One, two, go. Keep that heart. With all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Out of where? Out of where? Then he told you to keep something in your heart. Then make sure that you put a protective code. You make sure that you guard your heart very well. Your storage place. Because out of your heart, that means make sure you are guarding it from what is entering and what is exiting. Because out of it, every issue of life comes from that place. So your heart is like a hard disk. If you've not saved something on there, you cannot say that you are bringing out an information from it. I hope everybody here is enlightened. The hard disk computer. Alright? If you've not gone to the bank to do a deposit, can you do a redraw? You just walk into the bank and say, I want a redrawal. They say, do you have an account? Have you kept anything here? Keep your heart with all diligence. Be serious with this issue of the heart. Keep it well. Because out of it are all the issues of life. Anything life is from that place. Alright. Can you give it to us in the Living Bible or New Living Translation? I hope you are following. I'm still dealing with purpose, but I think I have to chip in this before we continue. Just for about 10 to 15 minutes, I'll be done. 
please, the, the New Living Translation or the Living Bible. Above all else, guard your affections. Did you see that? He's brought something, the affections, okay? For they influence everything else in your life. All right? Okay. Here it's like you will test it down a bit, but affections is there. Okay, go. Go to um, New Living Translation, please. New Living Translation. NLT. Avoid all perverse talks. Stay. No, no, no. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Guard your heart above all else, for, for the course of your life. So, this storage place, where is it? Now, let's go to Philippians. I'll come back here. I just want to explain something small. Philippians. So, where does poverty reside? Where does wealth reside? Where does success reside? Where does progress reside? Issues of life. Every issue. So, no issue can be exempted. Philippians. Philippians. I hope you're here. The book of Philippians. Let's read chapter 4. From verse 6. The storage facility. I want to bring something here, out here for you to see. Then I can begin to zoom into what I want to tell you by the spirit. I pray you get it. Be careful for nothing. Say, don't worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Okay, so, so now I have a request. I place it before God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then look at what happens. Verse 7. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds so here you see that he separates hearts and mind. Through Christ Jesus. In science, they will refer to the activity of the mind to be with the brain, okay? The functionality of the brain. The functionality of the brain. Okay? So now, the moment they talk about conscious, they talk about how the brain is working. Okay? So the conscious mind. But then when they talk about heart, especially when you go into the biological circles, they talk about this organ that is pumping blood, isn't it? Yeah. Right. But then the psychologist may look at heart in a different way. But then now we are not doing either biology or psychology. We are reading the Bible and it speaks about mind and heart. What are the operations of these two? He says, when you have asked God and you have thanked him, there's, an, there's a peace that comes upon you. It doesn't only have an impact on just your conscious mind. It also has an effect on your heart. Oh. Am I communicating? Alright. So now, 
Where is the heart? Where is the mind? Basically, when we talk about the two, the two relate. But one is a servant of the other. That is where we talk about the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. This is not psychology. The heart, he says, out of it are the issues of life. So the moment you get to the place of becoming responsible for what comes into you, make sure you are guarding that storage place well. Hey, please, are you, are you here? Because out of that storage facility are all the issues of what? Okay, so right from the day you cried, no, no, one even what from the, from the womb, your conscious and your subconscious mind, okay, but, but in the womb, your conscious mind, your subconscious mind has already started serious storage of things. From the womb. So, whatever your mom says, your dad says, the experiences your dad was putting your mom through, that made your mom speak wrong words. And it was like, you are the fault. So, some people come out from the womb and in their subconscious is the guilt I, I pray you get it. Some are in the womb and they hear their parents struggle. I want a male. This is I want a female. This is I want a male. This is I want a female. This is I want a male. This is I want a female. Then they fought heavy. So this child is confused whether he's coming out as a male or as a female. No wonder he comes out as a male but still he has this now I dare say some people become the things that they really... How can somebody who is a male want to be a female in his subconscious? It's not from the conscious mind. Because with the conscious mind, what he's seeing is a male. But from where the issues of life proceed... Then this baby is born. All around him is the talk of poverty and hardship. In the, subconscious, the subconscious starts storing. Because that baby doesn't know anything consciously yet. Though he has come in contact with his environment. Listen carefully. Is that a mom starts educating him or her right from when he is now? In the subconscious, things are being stored. In the subconscious, Hereditary sicknesses are stored. In the subconscious, all the things that you will least think about are being kept there. Then the person grows. Before his conscious mind starts to now relate with his environment, there is already information stored in the what? In the subconscious. In the, in the heart. In the heart. In the heart. In the heart, the Greek word the heart is cardia, where they get cardia, cardio, whatever, whatever. I hope I'm speaking to people who are enlightened. Yes. Or I should switch to market women uh, message. 
we can do that right now. Your products are being sold. They are coming. Uh, they are coming like insects. Ah, your, your products will be like sugar. And they are attracting ants. We won't grow. If, if you do that, you don't grow. He starts growing and he sees mommy slapping daddy. Pam! And daddy replying with double slaps. Pam, pam! So in, in the subconscious, men and women fight. Let God bless this person with the most sweetest husband. In her subconscious is or are the pictures of mommy and daddy fighting. No matter what, until the images in the subconscious are renewed. So in some places, both the mind and the heart are put together. He says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He couldn't just be talking about the conscious mind because sometimes the conscious mind is renewed, but still nothing is going well. Why? Because the subconscious mind, which is the storage facility for all the things that will come out of your life has not been renewed. Am I communicating at all? Or you are still not getting it? So sometimes you do some things unconsciously. Where did they come from? Let's, let me say it again. You do some things unconsciously. Them, hey, not my drink cranny hole. Where did, where did you pull it from? It's like somebody who is even driving. You know, when I was learning how to drive, I don't know if you've learned how to drive, so let me use myself as an example. Or if anybody is learning how to drive. Who crusty anymore? When you? When even your phone is ringing, you don't. Why? Because at that moment, your conscious mind is now being trained to know how to drive. It's the conscious mind. When somebody talks to you, you you are, you are, your hands are stiff. Then over a period of time, when the conscious have received the information, it gets heavy, then it drops into the subconscious. Now when you are driving, when your subconscious have taken over, you don't even see anything wrong. Hello? Why, why are you coming? Oh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. What is that? Where are you driving from? You are not driving from the... The conscious can be doing something entirely different, but the subconscious, because that thing has settled there. So, the question I ask you, in what place has poverty been stored? In what place has this defeat thing been stored? So, no matter how high you get, the, it's a, it's the programming... By the time you realize, the guy has gone really up. But because the, the issues of the subconscious have not been dealt with, it starts coming down. You wouldn't know how that very rich person became broke again. So he tells you, guard it. Then he tells you what to keep in there. Many things have informed you already. Many, many, many things have informed you already. 
Wicked people have informed you. Good people have informed you. Your mother has informed you. Your dad has informed you. <laughs> Circumstances have informed you. Your school teachers have informed you. Your The issues of life. So, renew it. So basically, the conscious mind is not for storage. The conscious mind is not for storage. Should I tell you why it's not for storage? I'm teaching the word of God. It's not for storage. Why is it not for storage? Why is it not for storage? Do you know that all your classmates are inside you from Jesus? But currently, they are not in your conscious mind. But let something happen. Right away, you go, you switch from conscious to subconscious. Papa, then information starts coming out. Where was that storage? So, when you try to store things in your brain, you limit yourself because the conscious mind is for creativity. And when you say memory, memory, memory is hard drive. Ah, did, did, don't, don't they use the term, what's your memory size in computer? So let me say this. <laughs> I feel like sitting on the floor. Let me say this. Every wrong information that got into your subconscious went to meet God in there first. Why? Because you came from him. Let, let, me, let me say it again. Before I found thee in the womb, I knew thee. Who was talking? God was talking. And I had already chosen you to be a prophet. Huh? Then, look at... That means he came with that information in the subconscious. Am I communicating with you, people of God? Uh, those outside, please, are you hearing me? You are not minding me. I know you are there. Hey, they are not saying anything, oh. Before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee. I had chosen you to be a prophet. That means his success was determined in the Sabbath before he came. Then when he came, he had gone through bullying and they always told him, yes, little child, keep quiet. He had gone through things that were not pleasant in his family. So the moment God said, before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and I had chosen to be a prophet, I said, God, I'm a little child. What? what? Why is he responding that way? <laughs> mm. So now all the things that have been stored there, the word of God comes to you to do what? To do what? To sensitize and delete and remove the wrong pictures in the subconscious. Renewal, 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 renewal. That have come there in that storage facility through many things, all right? Then it starts to also give you what is called a mindset. 
a mindset. So it starts to reprogram your subconscious. A mindset. Do you know set? Then he says, now the responsibility to keep it is yours. Because out of it are the issues of life. Listen to me. You are not a failure. Anything that told you you were a failure is something that came to suppress the victory and that great person you are in your... Am I communicating at all? Ah! Irrespective of what society says, irrespective of what circumstances say, you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I know who I am. I know I'm a success. I know the power that is at work within me. Within me. I will not allow anything to overshadow it. In the name of Jesus, I will be all that I must be. So, are you poor? No, I'm not. And don't measure yourself by what you are holding in your palm. Measure yourself by the resources he placed, he placed in your heart. Are you poor? No, I'm not. Are you rich? Let me say this one thing. Let me give this, just some few details about this, then I, then I close. Now listen to me carefully. Your conscious mind now serves as the boss. He's the boss. But the servant is the subconscious. And most of the time in the subconscious, things are mixed up. Do you know that most people, sometimes when you lay hands on people and they, they it is not a demon. There has been a contact with the storage facility. And now they are bringing things from that place. And sometimes they come out of that experience and you ask them, so do you remember what you said? How would they remember what they said? They were operating from the sub, the hidden. I think I have to close the service. And they said, I don't remember. The program, the programming. Someone say, ah, but then don't you believe that there are demons? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But is it not amazing that if you make your uh, diagnosis and it's not a demon, but it is the storage that you are drawing things from. Don't you want to make the right diagnosis? So most of the time, the injection you need, they give you the wrong one because you are trying to kick out something that is not it. I, I think... I, I, I. Eh? Do you know that if your dad never bought a car, and it is time for you to buy a car. Mm. The kind of things, thoughts that will fight you, mm. you may not buy it. Even the presence of your dad alone <laughs> awakens the subconscious. <laughs> may, may, anyway, I, I think, I think maybe after the service you will understand what I'm saying, or you understand. Yes, I do. I do. 
believe this is what fights the purposes of many people. Because that storage facility is full of rubbish. Full of things that are not them. And by the time they really want to express them, it is like the baller is on top of the So the servant. The moment you decide not to really pay attention to this, it starts coming out because you are not controlling it. Am I communicating? I pray in the name of Jesus. After today's service, last Friday, those that were at their own night, I started to deal with some of these things. You keep your heart well. Check what goes in there and what comes out. For out of it are the issues of life. And even in your prayer times, sometimes spend time to address the subconscious. For as for the conscious mind, you can take charge of your conscious mind, but the subconscious. Are you following what I'm saying? So, so he says, guard it with all your heart. So you can say the functionality of the conscious mind is here. The functionality of the subconscious is here. So when something is so heavy in the conscious, it drops. Huh? Huh? It picks things. Therefore, from now, make sure that you are saving what comes into you. Am I communicating? Take charge. Take charge. I wish I could continue, but I can see that my time is running out. You are powerful. He has given you his spirit to dwell within you. Tell yourself every day. I'm here for a purpose and I'll fulfill God's purpose for my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever he placed in me will not be wasted. I will birth them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And may his spirit guide you. Guide you in that unique path. That he carved out for you. Because you know. You know. Everybody has a unique path. And his spirit will guide you. As you understand his universal purpose. And do your best. To make sure that you are fulfilling that purpose. That one is not a secret. That one is all documented for us. In the scriptures. Am I communicating? Then you see that. The resources he made available. It's all connected to the purpose you must be fulfilled. How, when I went to school, as much as I even had a desire to become a prefect, do you understand? Yes. It was not a passion. 
I, I could be a great leader, yes. And I was a prefect. But you see, afterwards I discovered the unique place that he has created for me and where I must go. Listen carefully. So I had never had a desire to become Nukes president. <laughs> Ask somebody for me and say, do you know the Nukes president? You know the Nukes president. <laughs> <laughs> How can somebody it is not just a like. There's a wiring. This week I wanted to really get into resources. What resources we have been given. But um, I don't think I can get there. When I look at your faces, I can see you are telling me to close. In just a few and now you should... Even just by what I've shared with you right now, you know where the resources are kept. Out of it are the resources. You are wired, though. You are wired for something special. Nobody's an accident. So then understanding his universal purpose is very important. And I told you last week, for the sake of uh, some people, I've actually given you five, right? Five. The first one, he created us in his own image. Sometimes we have to be careful that our confessions of where we find ourselves don't really become the definitions of who we are. For example, when was Ghana formed? So you must be careful when you say you were Ghanaian. You must be able to define the context from which you are speaking. Else... Maybe you don't get what I'm saying. When you say, I'm a, when was Togo born? Yes, so I'm a Ghanaian and I'm defining it by where my parents found themselves and gave birth to me. But you must understand, where did you come from actually? So if you are not careful, that confession can so... Oh! Please, not that I'm not patriotical. Understand what I'm saying? Understand what I'm saying? That is why! That is why! When people are born in certain places, some are more proud than others. Because those who are born here are looking at what is here to define who they are. And those there too are looking at what is there to define who they are. So depending on where a person finds himself, he now starts to define himself based on his current location. But we are supposed to be defining ourselves from the resources we came with. <laughs> I am blessed. So whether in a certain country or in a certain country, it is not the country that defines me. I am defined by the resources I came with. Are you following what I am saying? So if I am in his image and after his likeness, Come on here. That means I'm more than just a citizen of a certain country. On the earth. Number two. He said he created us to what? To have dominion. Abba. Look at when he asks the person, do you understand this? 
to have dominion. I refuse to be tied down by a salary. Uh, you didn't mind me. You won't say something. Dominion. Dominion. Then he gave the scope of our dominion. Over the fish of the sea. Over the fowl of the air. Over the cattle. And over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Say dominion. Abba. Abba. Masters. <laughs> the living Bible. The living Bible. Verse 25 and 26. The living Bible. The living Bible. Is somebody here? I'm rounding up. I think I've said it twice, isn't it? God made all sorts of wild animals and cattle and reptiles. And God was pleased with what he had done. 26. Then God said, let us make a man, someone like ourselves, to be the master of all life. <laughs> Upon the earth and in the skies and in the seas. Verse 27. Master of all life. So God made man like his maker. Like God did God make man. If you came with this in your subconscious and you were born in a certain village in a certain place, then all the circumstances and things you see become dust, dust, dust that has covered the experiences of life, the educational system, Yeah. <laughs> then when you now think with your conscious mind you don't even think like God anymore now when we are walking on earth and we have to now suppress something we start calling on him and he said I gave you dominion over this thing you are now what should I come and do so he said okay we are inviting you come and show yourself Amazingly, do you know? Do you know? Do you know something? He sends Moses. I'm rounding up to go and deliver his people. Moses gets there. When you go, who should I say sent me? Before Moses would say, maybe this God sent me. Huh? he said, I am. So before even Moses would introduce the God, he has already said, I am. You don't mind me. You don't mind. I am, before Pharaoh would have the ear to hear, who would say, I am. I am that I am. Who do you think Pharaoh would think that sent? He said, ah, so you, you came by yourself, right? <laughs> Amazingly, let's look at something. He, he's sending the people, they get to the, 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 the Red Sea. Now, this is the Red Sea. The Egyptians are coming. Moses starts crying to God. I thought that He looks at Moses and says, why are you crying to me? Ah, tell the people to go forward. God, forward. To where? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the Red Sea is there. Tell them to go forward. Forward to where, God? Into the Red Sea. And the Lord said, 
lift, lift your rod and stretch it over the waters. What was that? Was it not still the exercising of dominion over the water? I pray you will exercise dominion. I see when there's something wrong with your system. Eh? By his stripes, we were healed, isn't it? We were healed to so exercise dominion. You hold yourself like that in the name of Jesus. You are exercising dominion. Dominion. Number three. He created us to have fellowship with him. Uh, fellowship with him. Uh, fellowship with him. <laughs> so God wants us to have a relationship with him as a father. Alright? So, the more you know a man of God, the more you must know God. He must, he must be able to direct you more to God so that you know even how to pray and talk to your father the more. Have fellowship with your father the more. As much as I do counseling, I do counseling, I sit down with people and counsel them. I believe that it's the modus operandi of how you do counseling that is actually the matter. You know? I personally believe that people should grow so much that they really don't really rely on a lot of counseling to live their lives. In the sense of every given thing, I must go and look for somebody to say that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But then, what if you call and the call is not coming through? At that moment, what you do? What you do? That's why he says the Holy Spirit is a counselor. He's a Yes, there's the place for the man of God, of course. There's a place of the relationship of the sheep and the shepherd. Do you understand? Yes. yes. I'm not downplaying that. When you are sitting in an examination hall and you have to make a choice, how do you call your man of God to ask him that? <laughs> Come on. That, that's what I'm saying. You are in a plane. Huh? No, no, no. The right thing should be you are on a plane. You are on a plane. Grandma, eh? I, I learned something beautiful. They said, the one that you can stand in it, you use on. The one you cannot stand in it, you use in. I said, hey, hey, bro, we you. So on the plane, and there's turbulence. And even there, you can't get reception. It is time to place a demand on the power within you. You see, this over-reliance on man of God, Man of God has his place. What did I come to do? Stir you up. Coach you. Let you know what is within you. Pray for you so that when you meet situations, abadaba, maturity will be displayed. Are you getting what I am saying? Oh, yes. Your fellowship with him is very important. Your fellowship with him. Then number four, we said what? He created us what? To bear fruit. You see, all these things are his universal purpose. So, before you are confused to think that the purpose of God is that everybody will stop what they are doing to go and preach. I don't know where they got that thing from. Every believer is sent by God to the world. That is his purpose in Christ for every believer. 
But that is not to say stop everything you are doing. What's the meaning of that? There are those whose purpose is to stop everything. An answer to that. Yes, because that is also their own purpose in the universal purpose of God. So he said he gave some. He gave some evangelists. He gave some prophets. He gave some pastors and teachers. For what? For the perfecting of the saints. What is the work of the saints? For the edifying of the body of Christ. Huh? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? He says for the work of the ministry. So every child of God is supposed to be involved in ministry. In one way or the other. Huh? Are you here? I've told you, you must have businesses. I'm rounding up. I don't see why you say that you are a pastor so you don't have businesses. So if you are a pastor and you have businesses, does that mean that you, you won't go to heaven? You must have businesses. Everybody must have businesses. Something you, you, you are bearing fruit. There's the spirit fruit and there's the fruit we bear by what he placed in us. Our potentials. Then the last one I said, we have been called or created, we're created to reproduce ourselves. Okay? He says, be fruitful. Put, put Genesis chapter, where were we reading? Chapter 1 verse 26. Put it there again. No, tw- let, let's read verse 27 and 28. I hope I've helped you this morning. Oh. <laughs> don't let anybody stop you from stuffing your subconscious with beautiful things behold beautiful things and let them sink you look at beautiful things wow I like this don't criticize beautiful things I like this thing and as you focus on it maybe you want to build a house you focus on beautiful houses if even they are pictures I, I think I'm too earthly. I'm where I'm in an earth seat. This is somebody's baby. This is somebody's baby. This is somebody's baby. Where's your baby? Where are your babies? Be fruitful doesn't mean only uh, <laughs> only <laughs> only biological babies. This is somebody's baby. This I'm I'm real, I'm holding somebody's baby right now. This is somebody's baby. This is somebody's baby. Look at how far some people's babies have traveled. Probably this was made in Bangladesh or India. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. I see your babies. Your babies will be all around. Your baby. Things that will come out of you. Things that will come out of you. I see some people will give birth to some restaurants and some products, some products. Look at this. I I, I was showing you something. Let me me just touch on it. Uh, Because of time today, I think. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful. It was a command. So over a period of time, I should look at you and ask you, what fruits are you bearing? Okay, we bear the spirit fruits. Yes, I told you last week. Go and listen to the message. Then, in our relationship with mankind and our dominion on earth, he says, be fruitful. Then he doesn't end there. Multiply. So I told you, fruit, 
Multiplication, reproduce. So, if you are anything, you should be able to reproduce what you are. Come on. Or who you are. When you see when you see anybody that is in this church, okay? That's a reproduction. Okay? I'm reproducing the character of God that is in me in people. You sit down to listen to me. He who he who speaks to you, does not only inform you, he's imparting you. You can never tell me you didn't catch something when you leave this service. Would the house almost say Boba? I have in a way imparted you. I've reproduced something in you. Maybe shock that thing become. You see? Physically, to whatever you bring forth, if it is just one fruit, who does it benefit? So there's no, there's no company that produces only one thing. He said they produced this one thing and that was it. They reproduced it, multiply, multiplication. Huh? All right? Then when they multiplied it, they didn't keep it. They didn't, they didn't keep stock and just kept it. They had to replenish. That is distribution. Am I communicating? So reproduction. Reproduce yourself. Reproduce yourself. Biologically, I have produced children. Ajay. Reproduce myself. I'm a man, so I've reproduced myself. It's a very nice thing. Now, after I've reproduced them like that, I must reproduce character in them. Reproduction must be going on. Your fruit. I pray the things that you give birth to. And I was trying to uh, help us insult ourselves before somebody insults us. Do you remember? I'm rounding up with that. I was asking you, or we were asking ourselves, when you woke up in the morning, the soap you used to bath, somebody did it. Your sponge, somebody made it. Your toothpaste, somebody made it. Your toothbrush, somebody made it. Your comb, even the hairbrush, somebody made it. Okay. Yes. Your, the mattress you slept on, somebody made it. The thing you covered yourself with, somebody made it. Your pomade, somebody made it. The powder you used, somebody made it. The food uh, you cooked. Somebody produced it and brought it. You went to buy it into your home. Everything you use is somebody's name on it. Then I asked myself, so you on this earth, what, what at all are you adding to man? Or you are just breathing oxygen? <laughs> I know somebody says, oh, I, I, I exhale carbon dioxide for them. For the, for the plants. <laughs> of course, yes, you produce something. But may the creation feel your impact. And as a child of God, now if you are in the express image 
of his person, which is Christ, then you are supposed to let others also see Christ in you. I round up today. I think I can't, I can't do much. But one last thing. Who controls you will determine what you will become. Who controls you? Who controls you? Who controls you? Or what controls you? Who or what controls you? So, if one is in Christ and the Spirit of God resides in you, then you yield yourself to be controlled by the Spirit of God. So, the fruit, you are able to bear spirit fruit, okay? Why is it that some people's lives are wasted? It is because of what they allow themselves to be controlled by. So, if they are controlled by negative things, then demon spirits and other things get involved in their lives, regulating their lives. Then you realize that their lives are destroyed. So, for you to fulfill purpose, it is very important who controls you. Who have you submitted to? Because until you are submitted to Christ Jesus, his spirit cannot influence you. And if you are not being influenced by the spirit of God, something else is influencing you. Everybody is under the influence of something. Everybody, nobody on earth. Sometimes you look at um, these wonderful musicians. So, if one is in Christ and the spirit of God resides in you, then you yield yourself to be controlled by the spirit of God. So, the fruit, you are able to bear spirit fruit. Okay? Why is it that some people's lives are wasted? It is because of what they allow themselves to be controlled by. So, if they are controlled by negative things, then demon spirits and other things get involved in their lives, regulating their lives. Then you realize that their lives are destroyed. So, for you to fulfill purpose, it is very important who controls you. Who have you submitted to? Because until you are submitted to Christ Jesus, his spirit cannot influence you. And if you are not being influenced by the spirit of God, something else is influencing you. Everybody is under the influence of something. Everybody, nobody on earth. Sometimes you look at um, these wonderful musicians. They really don't sing to bless God or anything. They just sing. Sometimes they are singing about love. They are love. They are singing about sex. They sing about many things. And their songs become very popular. Alright? Yes. And most of them, when they are coming, rarely would you see them wearing shit. Huh? And now, the word decency becomes relative. And their whole bodies are covered with tattoos. Then you ask yourself, you think it is just that they don't want to wear clothes. Or maybe when they are singing, the temperature will be too hot. So they don't want to sweat profusely. So that's why they don't wear clothes. No. The tattoos they are wearing is their dress. Something controls them. You may argue something. 
and they come out with that thing. Don't tell me that it is just a gift that will gather 16,000 people. Maybe you don't understand the spirit. And listen to the lyrics the guy is singing. Ha! 25,000. 30,000. They went to listen to what song? And watch who? And it's like they have been something is they are shouting. I watch one popular musician. Hey! When he's coming, the people are the people are falling down. Control. Things are controlling people. He who you yield yourself to will control you. I pray that in your life you will learn to yield yourself to God, to his word, to his spirit so that the spirit of God can control your life in order for you to be you see, he will navigate your path to fulfill purpose. At every given step of the way, when even there's confusion at the crossroads, direction will come. Because the spirit is in control. I pray that you yield yourself to be controlled by the spirit of God and not be controlled by all other things. Am I communicating at all? Uh, look at yourself, tap your chest and say, who controls me? Ask yourself. Ask yourself again, what controls me? Oh yes. That which controls you will eventually affect whether you would fulfill God's purpose or not. When you are under the control of something which is not God's spirit, you realize that now your gifts, the resources he gives you, will now be abused. You will start to go in different directions with that gift. That could have been helped. That would have been used as powerful tools to bless humanity. I pray for you as I end that you would yield yourself to be controlled by the Spirit of God. You will yield yourself for the Word of God to have its place in your life. You will yield yourself for the Spirit of God to control and navigate your paths for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And as that happens, I see you fulfilling purpose. I see you yielding and bringing forth and expressing his image. I see you mirroring his image. In the name of Jesus. I see you even expressing his likeness. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I see you having dominion. I see you having fellowship with him. I see you bringing forth fruit. I see you bearing fruit. In the name of Jesus, I see you bearing the spirit fruit. And I see you bearing fruit even of your potentials. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I see you reproducing yourself. Hey, spiritually, I see you reproducing yourself. Ah, in the name of Jesus, I see the fruit that you bear. I see you multiplying them. I see you replenishing the earth with them. I see you even dominating, dominating, subduing areas of the markets in the world. In the name of Jesus, I see specialized areas are being dominated by you. 
because you decided to be fruitful you decided to reproduce yourself you decided to multiply you decided to replenish and you decided even to subdue in the name of the lord jesus may the spirit of god guide and control your steps in the name of jesus may the spirit of god guide and control your steps as you yield to him may the negative forces may demons spiritual wickedness that control men's life may they not be able to penetrate into your life in the name of jesus and as you yield to the word of god i see even the images in your subconscious are being altered by the spirit of god and as you guard your heart i see the issues of life coming out of your heart being that which will bring good into your life in the name of the lord jesus somebody shout i am blessed God bless you for listening to today's message. If you want to give your heart to Christ, just say this short confession after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died. And on the third day, you were raised back to life. And you are alive. I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are Lord. You are the Lord of my life. Even from this day forth, precious Spirit of God, help me to live for the Lord all the days of my life. God bless you. If you said that confession, you are a child of God. Make sure you are planted in a church that will raise you in the word of God so that you become a tree of righteousness that will bear fruit to the glory of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with my Pastor Christian. We believe you have been refreshed by the Shepherd's Stream for a glorious living in Christ Jesus. You can get the messages of the man of God, Pastor Christian, on Facebook, Telegram, YouTube, Podcast, or Podcast Addict, all at My Pastor Christian or Shepherd's Stream Church. You may also call our helpline for the messages and the books of Pastor Christian and for pure pastoral counsel and any other enquiry on 0540-953-017 We also have the pleasure to invite you to join us in our glorious celebration services this and every Sunday at the Fresh Oil Assembly, Kumasi City Church, KCC, Edum, right opposite the GRA building, behind the Ejaba building. My Pastor Christian also comes your way with Shepherd Stream Prayer Session this and every Friday at 6.30pm at the church premise at Edum. You can also join in the prayer session via Facebook Live at My Pastor Christian. Come, pray and experience the glory of God. God bless you. Shalom, shalom.